everybody. This is Stephanie Ruper. Thank you so much for tuning into the Naked Humanity podcast, where we take a deep dive and try to figure out what it means to be human in the modern world. Today is episode number 52X, and I am addressing the topics of alienation and indifference. I am starting to uh, realize that there is, to some extent, uh, some themes, some thematic similarities cropping up in in listener questions. I think uh, there are a few different categories. Uh, Last week in the X episode, I talked about religious beliefs, and there have been a number of people writing in to talk to me about their various experiences, interpreting or leaving or trying to make sense of their religious positionality. And uh, I'm also getting some a fair amount of questions about uh, meaninglessness and purposelessness and Uh, It's not unsurprising that the two are sort of going together, right? That I'm seeing both of these at the same time because they're both ultimately, I think, results of or responses to our modern condition of, you know, not necessarily knowing how to move forward with with what we believe and, and the impact that that has on our lives because it's not small, Right, people are writing to me about this, about these issues regarding their experiences of meaninglessness or alienation, as I'll talk about today, uh, precisely because they think that their beliefs matter. Right, so I'm going to delve into that uh, today and sort of the philosophical, you know, ways in which we can approach uh, these these questions. So, the question uh, that I got, I'll read you the question in full. It's uh, from an anonymous uh, person writing to me through uh, the form on my website, uh, stephanieruper.com slash form, if you personally want to write in. Here's a question. Hey, Steph, I've struggled with this from a very young age, living in the gray area of nihilism, misanthropy, and at times apathy. I function. I'm not severely depressed. I'm pretty content, but I question if it's mostly just being comfortable in the control of my routine existence. I don't feel any urges to be social or to push myself. Everything seems pretty dull and meaningless. I am healthy in a sense physically. I nourish my body and rest. I have a loving, healthy relationship. My family are great. I just don't feel driven, almost ever. I lack passion and motivation for something more than just work, eat, sleep, gym. People bore me. I find most encounters underwhelming. I must seem like a jerk. I'm actually quite nice, but I just don't find people I meet very inspiring. Sorry, this is so long-winded. I guess I'm just trying to make the point that I feel such a disconnect from humanity. I'm a human existing just fine, but it's all so dull. I don't know how to convince myself anyone or anything is worth pursuing in any real way other than surface-level effort. Thanks for all your work and wisdom. Much respect. This is... Uh, a very complex issue, of course. So I mentioned the idea of alienation earlier, and I just want to sort of uh, highlight it briefly before diving into addressing uh, this person's question and issues. Uh, alienation is actually a pretty modern concept, and it comes from Marx, actually, who said that in our current political system, as uh, somebody, we are alienated from the products of our works often, right? If we uh, do labor and then uh, don't, you know, receive uh, any of the kinds of satisfaction that it might contribute to our identity or our meaning, you know, and we get a paycheck that isn't necessarily, you know, in line with maybe what our work is worth, like all these different things, 
there is a productive value in in creating things and perhaps in our modern system uh, we are alienated from it we are distanced from it and this is actually the core of um, or is similar to a thesis put forth in a book called depression a public feeling by an affect theorist named ann chetkovich uh, and it talks all about the effect that our economic systems can have, may have on our collective mental health, uh, specifically with respect to depression, which um, I think is a very fascinating and important perspective to bring to the conversation. I do not think that's the only thing that relates to our experiences of, of depression, but it's uh, very thought-provoking. And if you're interested at all in it, I, I do recommend uh, picking it up or at least reading, reading about the argument uh, online. So there was this idea that we can be estranged. We can feel estranged. Um, this person mentioned, I believe, uh, feeling so disconnected from humanity. Uh, and perhaps that is a modern thing, or perhaps it's it's always been around. I would guess probably a little bit of both. <laughs> uh, I think in the modern world, it's pretty easy to feel disconnected and uh, being socially healthy and having relationships that are stimulating is, is incredibly important to you know, our well-being and to our perceptions of, of living a, a meaningful life. And so that's definitely uh, worth bearing in mind in terms of what to do about this sort of thing or what could be causing this sort of experience of just feeling like completely disinterested, demotivated. Um, first and foremost, obviously, um, I'm going to point out psychological help. You know, there we can often experience some flavor of depression or some flavor of just dissatisfaction with our lives uh, because of things that maybe we're cognizant of, or maybe we're not that have happened to us in our lives. You know, whether that's having uh, our parents divorced when we were younger or losing a close friend or family member or going through something traumatic at school or being bullied or, you know, there's so much you know, so much that can happen in our formative years and later to shape us that has an effect on us, even if we don't know it. Right. And so I definitely highlight a psychotherapy, you know, working through any particular issues. Um, I, I definitely want to foreground that as an approach to this, this experience of indifference. Uh, I also want to raise up a physical health right? Uh, there are a few different camps with respect to mental health and uh, specifically uh, depression and various flavors related to depression, like alienation or indifference or what have you. Uh, some people think that you definitely need uh, therapy and that's a psychological thing that needs to be worked out. Uh, and then uh, other people think that it's because of a, you know, a physical health problem. Um, of course, I think the most sophisticated responses are that it's some can be some mixture of both. Uh, and often it can be caused by one or the other. Um, I do a lot of work with women and with nutrition in people's health. I have historically in my life. Um, and I personally have experienced really radical changes in my mental health based on my physical health conditions. And so I would really recommend learning about that, learning about your body, um, working on, there's just such a huge connection between your inflammation levels, like inflammation in your brain is just so toxic to the production of healthy and happy neurotransmitters. You know, it's so toxic to, to feeling good. And so inflammation, gut health, um, having, you know, a, a nice 
balanced, healthy diet, all these things are, are very important. And you can have health conditions that can contribute, that can cause this, and, and you wouldn't even know it, or nutrient deficiencies. Uh, and obviously, it can take a ton of work um, to work through these things, but they, they have to be elevated as a part, you know, highlighted in our conversation when we want to address uh, feeling low, you know, which is definitely threaded throughout this question and threaded through a lot of people's um, messages to me about their experiences of, of meaninglessness and, and distance. And so those are two main important things uh, that are often talked about in our society, you know, your psychological and your, and your physical health. Uh, with respect to psychological help, um, there are also like many, I wouldn't say um, it's not quite the same as doing proactive psychological work with a therapist you know, to unearth or work through traumas of the past, but there are many other tools or tricks or tips or, or what have you um, that you can use to sort of cultivate uh, the production of, of better, of different neurotransmitters or change your mental state. And it's been demonstrated pretty robustly, actually, in the literature. There's a movement in psychology called positive psychology that is oriented on um, the quest to feel positive emotions such as meaningfulness and joy and satisfaction and as I highly recommend uh, picking up a book and uh, Google positive psychology, pick up a book. Uh, there's a book called Stumbling on Happiness that I think is um, very interesting. I can teach you a lot about um, our experiences of happiness and a lot of the psychological nuances that go into that sort of thing. Uh, some things, some parts of that that I might, you know, highlight uh, would maybe be um, choosing the right environment. You know, this person this person who wrote in talked about uh, finding people or interactions boring or unstimulating. Um, I put a, I put an Instagram story up uh, yesterday about a shark and how when a shark is in a little bowl of water, it'll grow eight inches. And when it's in an ocean, it'll grow eight feet. And that just goes to show that we grow to the extent that our environments put us in. And this is so real. And I've seen such big changes in people in my life based on the kinds of environments that they're in. I heard somebody say the other week, and obviously this is just a saying, but they said that, um, like we become like the, you know, the five people we spend the most time with and, and all that sort of thing. Like we're very plastic creatures who adapt to our environments. And so if you're in an environment where you find things unstimulating and you have a hunch that there is another kind of environment that might be better for you, then go there. You know, <laughs> I, seriously, um, do what you have to. Maybe it's your work environment, um, all that sort of stuff find an environment that, that can suit you, you know, and another thing that has been uh, really well established is as an effective tool uh, for cultivating, you know, more feelings of meaningfulness and excitement about life is practicing gratitude. Um, and by that, I mean, like you can simply every day, just one thing, maybe post on social media or write it in a journal, write one thing you're grateful for. And that can build up over time, you know, and it can cultivate an attitude of looking at life and, and seeing gratefulness in glasses half full and as opposed to glasses half empty. And that's, uh, that can be really, really important for these kinds of experiences as well. And finally, within this little tool set area of psychology that I'm talking about um, is, is mindfulness practices. Now, I personally um, have a really hard time understanding what, what all of uh, this means. And I, I, that's a, a story for another time. But I think generally speaking, the mindfulness practices um, help people um, sort of be centered in their body and in their existence. Maybe you do like a sun salutation every morning and then write in a journal something you're grateful for. And that can maybe establish a routine that helps wire you, you know, it helps sort of rewire your neurons, which are constantly rewiring themselves, right? You want to like 
sort of grow them or, or put them into like streams or tributaries that are healthy, you know, and you can do this with daily practices as simple as um, spending 10 minutes in the morning meditating or doing a sun salutation and then, uh, and then writing in a journal. Um, so there are like tons of things like that, that, that you can do. And of course there is finally um, the, the philosophical embeddedness, you know, the beliefs, the meaning, the lack of purpose. I wonder, I think, now I know this isn't necessarily true for everybody because there are so many people in the world who at least seem to be content to just go throughout life and watch movies and, you know, order delivery and whatever, you know, they seem perfectly content and, and perhaps, you know, if they are fine, you know, if you're a good person, fine, do that. If you're trying to be a good person anyway, go do that. Uh, but I think for many people, it, there may be a deep psychological need for something to like hook your life on. I personally, I can live without a hook, but I do so much better when I have a hook. And I've talked about this at various times throughout the podcast. You know, I've, I've mentioned it in so many X episodes, all of this stuff about our world and how hard it is to make sense of things. And we live in this soup and, and we need to find, there's so much pressure on us as individuals to find answers. And while that's very hard that that is the case, unfortunately, it is ineluctable that that is the case. You know, we have to cope with that reality. We have to understand that meaning we have needs. Human animals have needs for meaning and purpose. And again, some people are, are content to just go through life and, and that's fine. But I do think that there is something in us that craves meaning and purpose and explanation and a, like sort of solace that is external to us that we can sort of, again, hook our life on, that we can make sense of our experience within, that we can interpret in a positive light, that we can say, yes, what I'm doing matters. You know, because what I see so much in this question is like, does it matter? Does it matter? Does it matter? I'm so, I'm chronically dissatisfied because I so I see no way for what I'm doing to like matter. And I don't feel driven to do anything because I don't have a reason to do it. I think that's very important. I recently, goodness, what episode was that? Um, I talk about responses to the question of significance in 46 of this podcast, The Insignificance of Humanity. And I think that that could maybe be useful. Um, there were a lot of other X episodes where I talk about this sort of thing. I just remember that particularly poignantly in which I talk about my personal, you know, response to this like lack of hooks in our culture. Um, and I hook my meaning on my ability to like play a small part in how the universe pans out. You know, I think that that's kind of nice. You know, I think that it's kind of extraordinary that I am an organism that can make decisions and feel things and choose to try to make the universe a little bit more beautiful than it would be otherwise. Um, that's one way that you can sort of navigate the the waters of, of modern belief and uh, modern nihilism, you know. Um, I think it's also important that if you feel very nihilistic, then you might want to try to understand where your nihilistic feelings are coming from. Like if you think the world is meaningless, you need to understand that that's something that has sort of like per may have permeated your consciousness uh, because our world with the collapse of traditional religion stopped believing in anything and there developed this sort of cultural malaise of 
being like, okay, what now? You know, and it's everywhere, you know, it's in TV, it's in all of our TV, it's in our songs, you know, there is a very live conversation about meaningless. And a lot of people who like to deconstruct things and analyze things will so easily gravitate towards, oh, you know what? All of these like nice cute things that people believe in are actually like baseless and false. And there's nothing, you know, that's just, that's the thing. It's so common. And I did that for the first 24 years of my life until I learned that nihilism is this cultural inheritance and I actually read a book called The Specter of the Absurd by a man named Donald Crosby, who was on episodes 22 and 23 of this podcast. Um, the audio quality is, is a little bit rough because uh, we were having trouble with uh, his microphone, but if it's definitely worth a listen if you're interested in these ideas or, or pick up that book um, because you're learning you know, that we are we are inheriting these feelings of purposelessness, I think can be really relieving. You know, it doesn't have to be this way. You can construct a worldview. Uh, you can accept the conditions that we're in. You can um, turn to uh, what I talk about in that episode 46X. You can turn to uh, traditions like Buddhism and uh, dissolve the significance of yourself and feel a deep sense of satisfaction in sort of constantly immersing yourself in the world and developing oneness and letting go of yourself. Or you can do what I do and sort of build up yourself as something that um, is making a significant impact, even if it's a small significant impact on the shape that the cosmos is unfolding. And these are two uh, general ways of approaching significance that can also bear on these questions of, I feel purposeless. I don't understand you know, why I'm here or what I'm doing. I don't feel driven. Um, I personally so much love the satisfaction that I get and so much need the satisfaction that I get from contributing that it, it drives me to, to work. And I know that it's different for everybody. And that's why in this podcast, what I basically do is I just, I lay out options, you know, and I, I teach you about what you might want to choose. So I'm going to leave it at that. I would love if you wrote to me and uh, let me know if you have any further thoughts, if anybody else has any further thoughts about this, you know, very deep and important and pressing question about the modern context and all the different ways that we can respond to feeling estranged or alienated or uh, depressive about, about our condition, you know, cause it, it really, it really doesn't have to be this way. We have to understand that forces impact us psychologically in our personal lives, culturally in our cultural embeddedness and physically, you know, in, in the food that we eat and the stuff environments that we're exposed to, like we are constantly influenced by these things and embedded within them. But, uh, with, with learning and with experimentation and with commitment to figuring them out, uh, we can create paths forward. I think that really do dig us out of um, the abyss and can help us sort of stand a little bit more in some sunshine. So uh, there's a nice positive note to end on. I think if you have a question or would like to, you know, ask me anything or share anything about deep questions, anything you think I could address, please do uh, submit a question to the podcast at stephanieruber.com slash form. Now you can get a link to that from my Instagram profile and you can submit your question anonymously. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. I am so honored to unpack and explore what it means to be human and how to deal with that uh, with you here on this podcast. I am Stephanie Ruper. And this was Naked Humanity, episode number 52X. And I will talk to you next week. 